and looks yeah, strong. Yeah, what if they're just like us but green? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I was just like, well, you know, right. I'm like, hey, man, dude's over there green and keep going. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Good Monday morning to you. Vince is off. Eric, along with Mike Spaulding, Brandon Snyder's got your sports, Debbie Lazka's got your roads, and of course, Greg Pancake Hill taking care of everybody. So thank you this week already in advance, Mr. Hill. Uh, so it's obviously movie season. Summer blockbusters now. Every weekend, there's another big one that's coming out. This is We're, we're back, it seems like, uh, for that. I, I have to admit, I was a little surprised when I heard which movie was the number one this past weekend. No, it was not Spider-Man. This is not our war. Transformers Rise of the Beasts won the Battle of the Blockbusters at the weekend box office. The seventh film in the franchise debuted with 60 million bucks domestically. 170 million total when you add global earnings. I'll take it from here. That bumps Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse into the number two spot, but it's still a strong showing. Another 55.4 million for a two-week global total of 390 million dollars, making it Sony's highest grossing animated release in history. Christopher Watson, ABC News. Who's the market for the the Transformer movies? Who are they going after? There? I have no idea because it is one of the worst franchises collectively <laughs> that I've ever good, watched. This what, one now, looks good. How does this one look any different than any other? The trailers one? always get me, Eric. I'm sold. I'm with you with the trailers. I'm an easy se- I'm an easy seller. <laughs> the trailers the, look good. This is the seventh Transformer movie. The seventh one. Well, my kids, my my son, my oldest is fourteen, so and he really, really wants to go see it. So okay. maybe that's the the target area. Has so he's like seen Fast the and others? Furious crowd? He has. He's okay. like he's like them all. Okay. Oh, so, so he's into the canon. He, of yeah. It. And now, like they're teaming up, the Transformers. So now he's more intrigued to go see it. What do you mean they're teaming up? I guess the bad Transformers. What do you what do you call them? The Autobots. The Decepticons. Decepticons. Yeah. I guess they're like teaming up with. That's what he. T- I, he yeah, I got a little bit of the. Look, all I'm saying is, Dark of the Moon was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire Maybe. life. It was. It was yeah. terrible. But I don't know because they're a little intense. But I guess for a 14 year old, like it's, yeah. it's right up their alley because it looks a little bit more intense. And like we're the going Friday was. night, so I'll give you a review. Excellent. Full review, please. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Can't wait. Six fourteen. Brandon's got our sports in a minute. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers had a weekend they will want to soon forget. The Brewers not just losing on Sunday by a final of 8-6, to six, but with that loss, the Oakland A's, the league's worst team, keep in mind, completed the three-game sweep of the Brewers in Milwaukee. You got to give them credit. They've been getting their teeth kicked in all year, and it's Major League Baseball, and from what I know of it, everybody's kind of like an inch from the top and an inch from the bottom, and they've been getting their teeth kicked in all year in an embarrassing way when it looks like overall record, but these are Major League players, and I know some of the characters they got over there, so they're, they've got some great character over there. Pat Murphy, always with the uh, words of wisdom following. <laughs> As we got our teeth kicked in for three yeah. days. Pat Murphy there, as you heard, following the game. Craig Council missed Sunday's game due to his son's graduation. The Brewers will look to transform some losses into wins starting on Tuesday over there in Minnesota. The NBA Finals resumed action tonight after winning games three and four in Miami to take the three games to one lead. The Denver Nuggets and their head coach, Mike Malone, know 
It will take all four quarters tonight to close out the heat in Denver. We're not satisfied. We're going home. We know we have a uh, lot of work to do, and we're going to take it one quarter at a time. Tip-off for Game 5 tonight will begin at 7.30. From the NBA to the golf course, as Wisconsin's very own Steve Stricker entered Sunday with the share of the lead. As, as the day went on, he pulled away over the final stretch to set a tournament record with 18 under par to walk out a champion. Stricter not only competing against some of the world's best golfers, but also many factors as well. You know, it, I'm glad this day is over. It was a tough day, not only weather-wise, but uh, trying to fight through uh, all those emotions that I uh, had to fight through just trying to win the golf tournament. And uh, Yeah, so I'm finally, I finally got it done, and, and it was a great day, and uh, but it was a challenging day. The American Family Insurance Championship marked Stricter's fourth win of 2023. Those poor golfers, man. <laughs> Saturday's <laughs> like, this is amazing Sunday. weather. Saturday's great. And then Sunday, you're like, what Ball. year? Is, what month are we in? Welcome to the Badger State. It is 6-18. The week ahead is next. Wisconsin's Morning News for Monday, June 12th. Eric Bilstead in for Vince Vetrano. Vince is taking the week off, a staycation for him. Mike Spaulding is here along with Debbie Lasca, Brandon Snide, and producer Greg Hill. Let's get to it. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! So what does the week look like this week? Well, if you live in my house and you have kids, they got nothing. Summer is here. Nothing's going on. For the next three months. Actually, I kid. My kids got plenty to do. In fact, I think my wife has them more busy <laughs> doing stuff than they do during the school year. Do you give them a break, like an unwind period? You guys have a week before things really ramp up. We'll let you kind yes. of lounge around. Yeah, that's good. The two little ones. Uh, the oldest one is working and doing stuff, but the two, the younger two, the middle schoolers, have this week to kind of yeah, decompress. Yeah, decompress a little bit. But then we got them. They, hey, they got things to do, whether it's summer school or some type of camp or some type of thing. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so what is going to happen this week? Well, shared revenue could be voted upon this week. Of course, this is a plan that's been going back and forth on bringing money to local governments across the state of Wisconsin, including Milwaukee. And this is the one that was to have a referendum for raising the sales tax in Milwaukee and in Milwaukee County. That is no longer the case. Now, this hasn't been voted on yet, but the deal says that Milwaukee and Milwaukee County would not need a referendum to raise the sales tax. Instead, they would just need two-thirds majority in the county board and in the common council. More difficult sell. Two-thirds majority on the uh, county board or passing it via referendum. I mean, do we... I, I know they were not high on the referendum idea, but... Interesting question. It's a lot of support on one side. That's an interesting question because you got to think you can do more wheeling and dealing in the halls of City Hall more than you can with all the voters, but we'll see. We'll get there, but they got to pass this thing first, and there'll be some verbal grenades at some point this week, I'm sure. So that is taking place. And then, of course, tomorrow in Miami, holy cow, it's going to be a spectacle there. This is for former President Trump's second arraignment. The Secret Service already surveilling near the federal courthouse where former President Donald Trump is set to formally face charges, alleging he mishandled classified records and obstructed government efforts to get them back. Trump, now the first current or former American president to face federal criminal charges and to do so while campaigning for another term. ABC's Justin Finch. So that's going to happen tomorrow. That'll be a big one, of course. That'll take a lot of attention. And the former president's had days to plan for this. So it'll be all out. You'll see supporters. You'll see everything. They'll probably be 
fireworks and God knows what else. So that's happening tomorrow in Miami. Around here tomorrow, uh, Press Club is going to have a, uh, a big panel that includes a couple of our teammates here, including Vince Vetrano, on uh, the city violence and what can be done about cities of Milwaukee's violence. Vince is a panelist. Dr. Ken Harris yes. is part of the our expert board, we'll mm-hmm. call them. Yep. I told Vince, you better not be blobbing softballs just because he's a teammate here. Yeah, right? no, I mean, you yeah. better ask him the hard questions. Mm-hmm. Give him some good ones. So that'll take place tomorrow. So I'm very curious to hear how that goes. What can we do? And, and by the way, if there's someone who thinks outside of the box, it's Dr. Ken Harris. So looking forward to that. Wednesday is Flag Day. Now, most of the parades, Appleton always has a big one. Theirs was this past weekend. Wabika, which is where Flag Day originated, that's in Ozaki County, they had something yesterday. So other than just it being Flag Day on Wednesday, I'm not sure if there's any larger events. I'll take a look there, but I didn't see much there. Obviously, festival season is underway. The Lakefront Festival of Arts at the Art Museum, that takes place this weekend. Summer Solstice is this weekend as well. That one's on the east side on North Avenue. Taco Fest at the Summerfest grounds. That's on my agenda. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Taco Fest returns to the Summerfest grounds with delicious tacos of all shapes, sizes, and shells, plus drinks, live entertainment, games, courtesy of Bars and Rec, and even a Chihuahua pageant to wash it all down. And did we mention tacos? Yeah, so all of that is taking place on June 17th. Wisconsin Beer Lovers Festival, that's in Bayshore, calling all lovers of beer... Bayshore will play host to the more than 50 Wisconsin breweries offering samples upon samples of craft beer. Speaking of beer, by the way, there isn't a hearing on how alcohol is managed and sold and distributed in Madison. That'll take place tomorrow. So taking a look at some of what we have, the big one will be tomorrow. Your day will be dominated if you're into the news thing. News timeline tomorrow, mainly in the afternoon, will be heavy, heavy former President Donald Trump being taken into the Miami Federal Courthouse. Whether they're throwing candy at that parade route when they bring them in, all the people watching, all the people lining the streets, I'm sure there'll be stories of that even today, supporters lining the streets for this. Handcuffs? Do we know the handcuff situation? Last time it was a big deal, the, the no handcuffs. My understanding was that he will be fingerprinted and mugshot, but that we won't see the mugshot. Okay. That's my understanding. We'll see about the cuffs. 627, that is the week ahead on Wisconsin's Morning News. So it's that time of year. We have the state party conventions. Democrat state party convention was in Green Bay this past weekend. Republicans have theirs in La Crosse next weekend. And they always kind of switch it around. Sometimes they're in Milwaukee, sometimes even Madison. Like So they bounce around the a little Dells bit. The Dells is a very popular one. The Dells one. has been one, you're right. Maybe even Wausau gets thrown out there occasionally. Just change Who it up. wouldn't want to go? So Governor Evers spoke, and I, I love the the uh, the headline in the in the Journal Sentinel says, he hints, he hints at perhaps running for re-election. Here's what he said. Now look, it's just family here this weekend, so I don't care what you call me. You can call me governor, you can call me Tony, you can call me two-term Tony, or three-term Tony. I don't mind. I can hear his wink. (laughs) No, he did not officially announce his office as no, he was just talking. So there's nothing there, there. And plus, we got a ways to go yet before we're getting back into the gubernatorial races. A couple other things he said. This one always uh, sticks out to me because... 
For those who listen to the program, one of our favorite sound bites is this. I am jazzed as hell. That's right. That's <laughs> Governor Evers likes to say. He, he said it again. How the heck are all of you? <laughs> jazzed as hell? Almost as if he was doing it intentionally. Jazz as hell. Jazz as hell. Jazz as hell. Yep, it's jazz as hell. Play the hits. Okay, so then here is what got me. So those who listen to the program know that one of Vetrano's absolute favorite sound bites to play is this one. We fix the damn road. <laughs> it was when the governor almost frustrated and exhausted by the campaign the day before the election last year was like, look, look at the things we're doing. We're, we're fixing the damn roads. We fix the damn roads. Well, Vince loves that soundbite, plays it all the time. And guess what the governor said during his speech at the party convention? Investments in our kids, our communities, our public schools, fixing the damn roads and so much more. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a little trolling going on there. It's as if he knows we play it all the time. We fix the damn road. Extra points and Brandon next. Wisconsin's morning news. Eric Bill said in for Vince Vetrano. Mike Spaulding here as well. Vince is back next week. He's taking a staycation. In fact, you might even hear or see him in the next couple of days because that's how he rolls. He takes a vacation, yet he still works. <laughs> Telly Hughes joins us from 1017 The Truth. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on? Hey, so I don't know if you saw this or not. Do you uh, realize that Wisconsin perhaps isn't prepared for an alien invasion like other states would be? You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain factors, Telly, at play in order to be prepared for an alien invasion. Because clearly, this is things that we need to concern ourselves with, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know I needed to concern myself with it. But uh, once again, I'm not, I'm not surprised that we are not prepared. I mean, like Wisconsin can't even pass legalized marijuana. So, I mean, <laughs> you can't even figure that out. How can you figure out when aliens are going to? <laughs> and I swear, I'd probably think I was high if I saw an alien. So according to the research from NJCasino.com, so yeah, NJCasino.com examined a series of factors to determine which state is best prepared to deal with E.T. showing up or some type of alien. <laughs> and according to its study, it discovered that Virginia was the best. Virginia will be able to handle it. Why? Well, the factors include... Population density, the number of UFO sightings, landscape, so like caves, forest, bodies of water, that type of thing. Tourist attractions for aliens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And defense, per capita military or law enforcement. So all of that comes up with a survivability score, giving Virginia the best as it comes to <laughs> surviving an alien invasion. This is totally giving me Y2K vibes. Remember <laughs> when the year 2000 yes. and, and like all this, this was going to happen and this was going to happen and the year 2000 came and none of it happened. You so. know what? It's funny you say that because <laughs> I, I do feel like in this oh, UFO stuff pops up all the time, but it seems like it's ramping up again. And we're even having hearings on Capitol Hill about <laughs> unidentified flying objects. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have anything else to do. Well, I mean, as many investigations, uh, 45 has given them, but he's, he's given them a lot of jobs. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I was thinking about that. I was just like... 
what would these people be doing if they weren't investigating all of these cases? Oh, I so you just hit like into my wheelhouse. One of my biz, biggest cynicisms is that lawmakers don't do anything yeah. ever <laughs> except send out strongly worded press releases and occasionally, you know, shoot their mouth off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so, basically what they do. So for these same lawmakers to be carving out time to figure out um when these aliens are going to come, and then what's going to happen when they come? Are they just going to come and, hey, what's up, guys, and leave? Or do the aliens want to come and live here? Like, like what What are these meetings? Like, how long are these meetings going? And what's the context of these meetings? Well, I want to know, too, like, if it got to that point, would we all lose our minds? Would we? Would there be anarchy? Would there be that much craziness in our world? I think it we, depends on what they look like. If they're like our height and, and look yeah, strong. Yeah, what if they're just like us but green? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I was just like, well, you know, right. I'm like, hey, man, dude's over there green and keep going. Like, we now, had- if we're like an alien, <laughs> like the movie. Yeah, gotta get to work. <laughs> like, oh, dude's green. Okay. <laughs> Uh, He's clearly not from here. <laughs> Tell you, Hughes us from 1017 The Truth. Hey, so real quick, I should mention, Wisconsin came in 10th. So Wisconsin is the 10th best as it pertains to being able to survive an alien invasion. The worst state is Nevada. Oh, wow. <laughs> shocker. Yeah. Hey, Sin gotta, City, shocker. I got to ask you, because I, I know you, you've you covered sports a long time in your career. Uh, there were some boo birds out yesterday at American Family Field. The Brewers obviously had a rough weekend. What's your take on the booing? Is it okay? Hey, fans have the right, or does it make you cringe? Where are you at with that? Uh, I am... I'm kind of in the middle of the road with that because you're right, Eric. I've been around sports for so long, and there are some guys that deserve to be booed. If if you are making $50 million a year and you're 0 for 52 at your last 52 plate appearances, at some point, you know, as an athlete, you know you're you're sucking. So it shouldn't be that offensive. Like, if you hit three home runs and then somebody boos you, you're like, wait a minute, man, what's going on? <laughs> but if I strike out five times and I get the golden sombrero, then, yeah, I, I think it's deserving. So, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, the, uh, Brewers fans booing is almost like, uh, I mean, it's it's not like Philly fans sure, or right, New York. Right. or I mean, it they, means they, they boo and get over it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, uh you know, they're booing because they cut off alcohol sales in the seventh inning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the tailgate. Right. Telly Hughes from 1017 The Truth. You get underway here in about four minutes. I'll let you yes, go. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you, bud. Have a good week. Have a good one. Business Headlines Now, sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. It's Sari Lesk from the Milwaukee Business Journal. Pete's Pub's owner will acquire ownership of Buck Bradley Saloon and Eatery in downtown Milwaukee. Buck Bradley's will serve its last customer July 1st. Greenfield could see a mochi nut shop develop on South 76th Street. The business also has a location nearing its opening at Bayshore in Glendale. And Duluth Trading Company adjusts its product mix and marketing strategy to attract more women as customers. The lifestyle brand also wants to bring in a younger consumer. I'm Sari Lask with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ. 